Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. This episode is the first in a two-part series this week where we are looking at offensive strategies and defensive strategies. And I just want to make you really aware that both of these strategies are viable. They both exist right now for you. And depending on who you are, what your business is, the current challenges that you're facing, and of course, the crazy that is the world right now, you will have to determine which you apply and to what degree. This episode is the first part, and we're going to start by looking at defense, making sure you've got a strong enough defense, but also just making sure, doing a sanity check, and making sure you're not playing a little bit too much defense at the expense of your offensive game. So going right back through to a current theme that I've been rolling out across all of these uh, sessions, and anyone that will listen, I've been talking about that I believe all business owners should be focusing on three strategies. Number one, it should be about damage limitation, right? About limiting the damage that the current situation causes you. Number two, it's about spotting opportunities and maximizing those opportunities that are available to you right now. Whilst they're almost certainly going to be thinner on the ground for most of us, it's still about maximizing those opportunities that are definitely still out there, and they are. And number three, it's about getting ready, getting ready to get going. And a lot of the content I've been putting out there has been in one of those three camps, right? Okay. Number one, damage limitation. Number two, maximizing opportunities. Number three, getting ready. The closer we get to the end of this thing, the more we need to make sure that we're getting ready. And at the beginning of this thing, I talk quite heavily about uh, protection, right? And about protecting what you had and about what we would call today defensive strategies, okay? So we were talking about damage limitation. Now, in our own business, in success groups and across our masterminds, we came straight out from day one and we said, right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take our focus from the external world. We're going to take our focus from external marketing and we're going to direct all of that energy in-house to protect to serve, to help our members first and foremost. We're obviously massively committed to our members all times of the year, but obviously as a growing business, we also have a certain amount of resource that we focus on the external world, on new opportunities, on sales and marketing, etc. And we brought all of that and focused it in-house. And the reason we did that was because we Number one, want to make sure that you guys are safe. We want to make sure that you guys get through this. We want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to protect you and to help you to protect yourself and to get through this as best as you possibly can. In doing so, of course, we're also protecting ourselves. We're, we're, we're making sure that our members stay afloat. We're making sure that we have a business on the other side of this. And, uh, and number two, of course, 
we then started talking about offensive strategies. I started talking about, should you be selling? Is now the right time to be selling? You know, you should be communicating with your audiences. That's more going out there and a little bit more offensive strategy. And of course, I've been talking about getting ready. So number one, let's look at defensive first, right? Defensive strategies are the ones that protect you and protect what you've currently got. So by the nature of these things, as Toby says, they can be a little bit uh, unsexy, right? When people are talking about, you know, uh, data protection is a lot of what he does. Data protection, cybersecurity. It's not as sexy as, you know, setting up sales systems to go out there and take your business from 100 grand to a million pounds or whatever it might be. But actually, they're really important because, of course, it's like having a bucket with holes in it. You know, you can be pouring in water at the top, pouring in sand at the top. If you've got holes in your bucket, you'll be pissing out that water. You'll be pissing out that sand. And literally, you'll be working two, three, four, five times as hard as you need to to fill that bucket. And the moment you stop filling that bucket up, then guess what? It will just piss out. Now, we know businesses that are in a similar game to what we're in here at Bigger, Bright, Bolden and Success Groups, and these guys are very much offensive players, right? And they have been from the get-go, heavily sales-orientated. They are brilliant at it, by the way. The number of new sign-ups they get, the number of members they get is is truly um, impressive, almost what I say, awe-inspiring. However, when you look at the back end, I'm telling you that it's terrifying the back end of this model because they're losing so much as well. So yes, you know, they're doing really well. They're a successful business. There's no question about that. They do what they do very well, um, but they're very much offensive. In our business, we've always been quite heavily defensive, right? In other words, our first hire was uh, Vanessa. Vanessa was customer services. So our first hire before anything else was, right, take care of our members. The second hire, Maya, marketing, right? Offensive strategy. Third hire, Vix, Vicky, let's get her back in there working with our current members. We have an incredible success uh, rate of client retention because we are first and foremost focused on client retention, right? That's it. And the way you keep clients in our game is really simple. You serve them, you help them, you give them something they really, really want, and you give them the result. And that's it. And you keep doing that and you nurture them, you wrap your arms around them, you keep your clients, right? Of course, you still have to go out there and you do have to go out and do offensive strategies. However, too many businesses go all in on offense and therefore their defensive game is really vulnerable. The analogy that I share is, you know, you could put the a team together, right? You could have 11 of the best strikers ever to existed in football, put them on a field, make a team out of them, and they'll still probably lose. They'll score 12 goals, but they'll let 20 in. Does this make sense? I, uh, I, I'm i not a fan of football myself particularly. However, my father was an absolute avid fan of Arsenal. Tracy's dad, he's an absolute fan of Arsenal. Arsenal famously, you know, boring, boring Arsenal, played a very defensive game. They had, you know, some of the strongest defenders, strongest goalkeepers. My dad would probably argue the strongest goalkeepers and the strongest defence. And they won, right? They won through playing a very defensive game. So what I'm trying to say here is really simple. It might be a little bit boring sometimes. It might be unsexy, but actually you can win through making sure that you have a really strong defensive game. Going back to my background and looking at martial arts and kickboxing and some other stuff I've done in the past, then, you know, yeah, you've got to have a big, a big punch. You've got to have, you know, some good techniques. You've got to be able to go on the attack. You've got to be able to take the fight to your opponent. But again, you can have the biggest punch in the world 
But if you can't slip a punch, duck a punch, or block a punch, you're never going to win. You're never going to win, right? So I wanted to take this time as prompted by this conversation that I had in uh, Success Group Plus yesterday to really talk about this because whilst uh, defensive strategies are not necessarily that sexy, when you start putting them into the analogies, right, you know, you start looking at war, for example, start looking at fighting, kickboxing, boxing, you start looking at football, sports, all sports, right, you start to realise, of course, right, of course, defensive game is such a big part of winning. So my challenge to you today is to go out and look at your game and say, right, are you playing a strong enough hand in your defensive strategy? Are you protecting your current clients? Are you protecting your, your, your current revenue streams? Okay, so ask that question of yourself first and foremost. You know, um, I've heard of accountants out there who haven't been contacting their, uh, their clients, right? At a time when you know, probably for the first time ever in accountant's life, not knocking you, where all your clients really want to speak to you, right? And they really want to speak to you. They've needed that information. Small businesses have had big gaps in their understanding of legislations and laws and then what they can go for, they can't go for, and if they do want to go for it or can go for it, how to go for it. Also, the fears around money, for example, it's been a, a really huge opportunity for accountants to shine. I said yesterday, you know, this is the accountant's era right now. You know, the accountants have never been so important. Don't be wrong. Trust me, I know accountants are important. What I mean is obviously so important to their members and their clients. Their clients need them right now. They want them right now. And, you know, my members, for example, are accountants. They've all, you know, every single one of them have been all over their client base, you know, just making sure they're safe, checking in with them. Can they support them? Can they serve them? Can they help them? You know, many of them, you know, they're, they're, they're nearly burnt themselves out for the first few weeks of this thing. Number one, keeping on top of legislation themselves and making sure they're educated and informed and then getting that information out to the wider public and most importantly, of course, focusing it onto their clients. And then I hear other members of mine who are saying how their accountants, none of them in the group, by the way, how their accountants haven't even spoken to them once and we're like three months three weeks into this maybe nearly four weeks into this and they haven't had a single phone call and you're like that's a terrible defensive game right terrible defensive game so are you preserving what you've got are you taking care of what you've got are you looking after your current clients are you making sure that they're safe are you making sure that they get through this so that ultimately you also get through this so just question that and just challenge that in yourself for a moment and say right what would my defensive game look like? You know, where are the holes in my bucket? Where are the gaps in my defense? Where are the weaknesses around my own goal? Does this make sense? Where are my vulnerabilities right now? And am I proactively putting in practices or strategies or plans or methodologies to protect against those vulnerabilities? If the answer is no, then simply work through what you need to put in place in order to protect them. Now, again, you wouldn't have a football team with 11 defenders or 11 goalies because, again, right, you might not let many goals in, but you're never going to score one either. So you're not going to win like that anyway, right? So what you've got to look at is saying, right, what's my proportion to defensive strategy to offensive strategy? And it really comes down to 
what level of vulnerabilities you had. You see, if you've lost everything, if you're one of those business owners that lost everything in the first week, everything shut up shop, guess what? There's nothing really to defend. Your best defense is offense, right? We talk about this in martial arts and we talk about this with my background um, within like street fighting and self-defense and stuff. You know, it's like a bit of a glib uh, comment, but actually there's a degree of truth in this, which is the best defense is offense, right? Don't wait for the fight to come to you. Don't wait to react to circumstances. Go out there and get circumstances to react to you. Go out there and put yourself out there first and foremost and you know put your agendas out there and get the world to react to you rather than sitting back and reacting to the world. I'm a massive fan of that. We'll talk about that when we go into, uh, into more offensive strategy. But what we're looking at here is saying, right, if you've got nothing to lose, you go all offense. Think about football. Think about World Cup. You're going to get disqualified or you're going to, you know, you're going to be kicked out of the competition. You're two goals down, two nil down. What do you do? You substitute defenders or midfielders for more strikers. You send everybody upfield. You've got six minutes to go. You've got nothing to lose. Yes, you're massively vulnerable at the back. You're going to let more goals in potentially, but you know, you lose three nil or two nil. It doesn't really make a difference. You're going home on the next flight regardless. So what do you do? You throw everything in and go all forward. You push everything forward, right? you've got nothing to lose. So if you're in that place, you've got nothing to lose right now because it's already gone, then then you shouldn't be, in my opinion. Again, everyone's individual circumstances will differ. So I want to tell you exactly what you should or shouldn't do. But in my, my opinion, it's very unlikely that you'll need to put too much into defense if fundamentally there's nothing to defend. Does this make sense? You might need to get your cash flow sorted, your furloughing sorted, get maybe some, some loans sorted. That's all defensive strategy. Get that in place. And then guess what? You stick a whole bunch of strikers on the field and you go out, all out, okay, on uh, on offense, right? However, if you're, or if you have a lot to defend and, you know, you've got a big, strong client base, but it's vulnerable because of the current situation, like an accountant, for example. So, you know, they've got a lot of clients. Some of them have got, you know, 100, 200, 300, 400 clients. And most businesses don't get through this, but we know that we've lost a few already. And we know that we may lose some more over this time. So the vulnerability to the accountancy is the vulnerability to their clients, right? But if they've got three, 400 clients and there's a risk there that they could lose, let's say 20% of their client base, and then you look at the opportunity in the external world to win more clients right now, and maybe that's quite slim at the moment because, you know, in the middle of a crisis like this, it's probably not the time when most people are going to change accountants. Most people won't change suppliers right now because they tend to, you know, hunker down a little bit. It's like, you know, you never you never have a general election during a war, right? You never vote a president out while you're at war. It's the same thing with your accountant and probably most of your suppliers. So most people probably aren't right now in the market for changing their accountants or for a new accountant. But if they've got the risk of potentially losing a chunk of business right now, it makes sense for those accountants to play a heavy defensive game. In other words, go defense and put a lot of defense in place to look at how they can protect as many of those clients as possible. Number one, because they're in the game of supporting small businesses like us. So I want to you know, protect you know, my members, all of them. I want to protect those guys for them. That's what we do. That's what we're here for is to help them to, you know, uh, number one, survive, number two, to thrive, number three, to get the lifestyle and the quality of life that they want. So of course we do that anyway, that's what we do. But of course it's also a, a self-serving strategy as well. And there's no problem with that. Same with the accountant, right? They protect their clients, which is the right thing to do because that's the game they're in. And number two, they protect themselves by doing that very thing. It's a win-win scenario, okay? So 
depending on what industry you're in, depending on where you're at, depending on what your goals, objectives are right now, it will depend on how much defense you need to go in on. All right. Do I go all in on defense? Do I protect everything that I've got right now? Do I, you know, number one, I said those three strategies. Number one, do I, you know, limit the impact, limit the negative impact, limit the damage that this thing could potentially do uh, to me and to my business, right? So do I go 70, 80, 90% into a defensive strategy, protecting what I currently have, right? If you have nothing to lose, maybe you're looking 70, 80, 90% on offensive strategy. You've got nothing to lose. The opportunities might be thin on the ground, but you've got nothing to lose. Put your energy into marketing, positive communications with potential prospects, selling, sales activities, all these things, right? You go out there, business development, you've got nothing to lose, right? So bam, put your energy all into that. So first things first, having a look at this, how much defensive strategy do you need to put in play? Are you doing enough? Where are the holes in your bucket? Where are the gaps? Um, where's the vulnerabilities around your goal? What do you need to put in place? Then look at what you're protecting and everything else and look at it and think, right, have I got enough in place or have I got too much defensive in place, right? Do I need to pull some of that defense and put it into offense that's what we're going to be talking about in the next episode please do tune into that if you haven't subscribed yet already please do subscribe that way you get a little ping every time i release some more content for you have a look at your own defensive strategies make sure they're in alignment with what's reasonable what's realistic what's practical but also what's needed and then also take that thinking into the next episode when we start looking at where you might need to start applying your core resources to your offensive strategies. I look forward to speaking to you then. As always, stay in the game, stay healthy, stay safe, and until then, be successful. Leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Oh,